At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Number three of primetime action here on Visa and MSG Plus. Matt Brown, Adam Candy, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass, Danielle Alvari on the desk with us here. We have a tie ball game in Portland at the 525 mark of the second quarter. 47 47. Michael Porter Jr. has cooled off. He still only has 22 points. Uh, Jokic has gotten it going. Three of six from the floor. He has six points now. Uh, I'll tell you what's not looking good, Kelly, all of a sudden. <laughs> You're under. Oh, Compazzo, he's had all seven in this quarter, and he's, what, played the most minutes of any nugget? So, yeah, that was a bad handicap on my part. McCollum, 11 points for him. uh, That's the good. The bad, he's one of five from downtown. Yeah. I'm okay with that one. It's a long game. Long game. I mean, if he'd have made a couple more threes, you'd be looking looking golden right now. What's the uh, the live total, Adam? Live total from the NBA game. Now, mind you, I have a 237-and-a-half yep. live total playing the under. Uh, it is sitting 234. All right. All right. So we're pacing well for you there. What's going on on the ice? On the ice, two games going on here at the moment. you got the Isles and the Bruins. It is still one nothing Boston, 529 to go in the second period. Uh, Isles are up to plus 330, total down to three and a half, heavy juice to the under. Carolina and Tampa at the first intermission, three and a half is your total on the no score game. Lightning minus 175, Hurricanes plus 135. We take a look here at uh, we, we take a look here at uh, at the Portland Trailblazers scoring. Uh, Norm Powell with 11, Damian Lillard with 12, and then McCollum with 11. So they're getting some some very uh, even distributed distrib- distribution of the scoring right now. Nurkic has not taken a shot from the floor in a quarter and a half, over a quarter and a half. So um, he is not even trying to be any sort of offensive force. Same for Robert Covington. He also has not attempted a field goal. Carmelo Anthony is 3 of 5 from the floor. Seven points for him. Seven points, three boards, three assists for Mello, and a block. Mello playing defense? Uh, apparently. Wow. And, and a block 
for Mello. Must be playoff Mello. Yeah, in that one. I mean, listen, it's uh, and Kelly, the latest that we have again, we have not gotten we have not gotten confirmation, but as close to confirmation as we're going to get is that Anthony Davis is going to give it a go. Yeah, that's what Shams was reporting. He is going to warm up, and uh, if all goes well from there, he will play. So with that, what we've gotten is this line has now moved out to two and a half on the Lakers. Um, 207, 207 and a half still your total there. Again, I'm on under on LeBron points, points rebounds, and assists. Um, just one of those just one of those deals where, like you said, I mean, he hadn't gotten there in a long time. Not only that, it's something, Adam, that I'm just, uh, you know, I think that, that LeBron is going to have to try and be one-dimensional in this game one way or another, whether that's be a scorer, be a distributor. Be a, I don't think he's going to be able to be a complete player in this game with the way that uh, Anthony Davis, I imagine, is going to be kind of hobbling around out there. And so I also have the over in that game. I do think it'll be a nice competitive first half in this thing before we get to a point where things could go south. So... Uh, over at 101 and a half first half in the Lakers and the Suns as well. I joined you on that LeBron points, rebounds, mm-hmm. assists after we discussed it in Prop Watch. I had LeBron under 30 and a half points to start with. As I mentioned earlier, only nine times in 50 games has he gone mm-hmm. over that. And most of those, he was healthy in the first place this year. So uh, LeBron James is going to have to distribute, I believe, more than try to score in this game, not being at full health working off a bad wheel. We've seen him be more passive in terms of what LeBron usually is in going to the basket than he has most of his career in this series. Kelly, um, I imagine whenever we take a look at this, LeBron, I mean, uh, Anthony Davis playing doesn't really change your view on this game at all. Not really. I'm I'm, I'm not playing side or total in this game. This series, I think, has been incredibly tough to uh to figure out, you know, just because the injuries, exactly, you know, exactly what you're going to see, what you're going to get. You guys killed it in that last game with the Suns. It was a great bet, but I mean, I roll into tonight with a, a lot of uncertainty. I, I don't think I like your prop bets uh, on the Le- LeBron. Both your guys, I think I, I would lean under on that stuff, but nothing side or total for me tonight. If the Suns were to start catching a bunch of points, I think it would some, be something that I would look at. It's primetime action here on Visa and MSG Plus. Matt Brown, Adam Candy, Danielle Alvari, and also Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. If you want to follow us on the Twitter machine, and you should, at Matt Brown, M2, at Adam Candy, that's two E's, no Y. Danielle Alvari and Kelly Vison. Uh, now join us. We're going to talk a bunch of baseball here. If you do not subscribe to his new newsletter, the Joe Sheehan newsletter, you definitely should do that. Follow him on Twitter at Joe underscore Sheehan as well. Joe, thanks for joining us, my man. Good, fellas. What's going on? Uh, watching, trying to figure out what's going on in uh, you know this Blazers Nuggets game uh, wackiness with the first quarter scoring and whatnot. But you know everything rocking and rolling here. But I do have some questions for you about some of the wackiness that's going on in baseball. I mean, when we take a look at specifically for me, whenever I'm looking at some of these divisions, and I don't have any idea what to make of a lot of these divisions. I mean, really, the first one that comes to mind to me is is the NL Central, where I can't figure out if the Cubs, the Cardinals, the Brewers, or the Reds are any good, if any of them are any good, or if they're, you know, if they're overperforming here from the Cubs, who obviously are on a nice 9-1 and one in their last 10, uh, if the Brewers are ever going to right the ship, if Christian Yelich is just broken, if his back is just out of, you know, completely out of whack, are the Reds going to get enough pitching from their starters and from the bullpen to kind of get back in this with all those bats that they have? What do you think of the NL Central? What do you see, what do you feel like going forward is going to really end up up, like whenever we're starting to look at who becomes the uh, the controlling team here, it's tough because injuries have affected everybody this year. And yeah, you, know, you look at that Brewers team. Christian Yelich has missed time with the back. He actually hit a home run tonight, his second of the year. Uh, Colton Wong got pulled from that game. You look at the uh, the Cardinals missing Harrison Bader for a lot of the year. Uh, Reds currently have what is it, Votto and Mustakas on the DL. It, it just feels like that's the defining uh, story of the season so far is the injury. So it's facile, but I'd say you know whoever gets healthy, the healthy, healthy the, the quickest. Um, I think the turnarounds we've seen as well. The Cubs bullpen was awful in April. It was the best bullpen in baseball in May. Just a lot of these anonymous 33-year-olds like Daniel Winkler, Winkler all of a sudden showing up and shutting down. So I think we're going to see a lot of this as the season goes on. You know, these teams are going to go on these runs. You mentioned the Cubs being 9-1 and in their last 10. Uh, you know, the, the Cardinals started out hot. Their bullpen walk rate started to really kill them. It's actually one of the highest 
bullpen walk rates we've seen in the last 50 years. Uh, they just keep putting guys out. Alex Reyes has 16 saves and like 87 walks. And we just haven't seen stuff like that since the heyday of Mitch Williams. So uh, I think it's going to be hard to read. I think the really key team here is the Reds, though. They're 500 500. They've had these injuries. They were probably the weakest of the four coming into the season. Uh, if they bail out and they decide to you know, rebuild, maybe try to trade some of that, uh, that pitching, put Luis Castillo back on the market, I think that could have a really big impact on the rest of this race. Joe, uh, over in the American League in the East, we've actually spent a fair amount of time over this week talking about the odds and how we think uh, some of them should probably be flipped on their heads. The Yankees have been sitting there as a, a fairly prohibitive favorite in the division for a while. And I mean, I, for one, have been sitting here screaming about the deficiencies uh, of this team. We see they've adjusted now. Rays 150, Yankees 160, Red Sox 385, and the Blue Jays with that offense uh, sitting at 6-1. to one. Uh, How do you see the East in the American League shaping up? Yeah, I liked the Rays at the start of the year. I thought there was value on their preseason number. I had a reader come to me maybe two weeks into the season and say that they were up to plus 900. And I just basically said, stop emailing me and go make the bet. So obviously there's, <laughs> there's value at 900. It's down there at 160, I guess you say now. I, I think the Rays are the best team in the division. And you know, respect what the, what the Jays have done. And really this year without George Springer for the most part, uh, who has been hurt for most of the year, uh, you look at the Red Sox, they've gotten they had a very stable rotation which is a lot of value. If you go through a year only using five or six starters, that gives you a huge edge. But I think we're going to start to see guys like Garrett Richards and Nathan Eovaldi. They don't have a history of making 32 starts. And I think they're the team that's going to fade the quickest here. You mentioned the Yankees. I'm not sure there's a team in baseball that's been hurt by, as much by the new baseball as the Yankees have. This is a team whose offense was predicated on hit the ball real hard. And now you hit the ball real hard, and you don't get the results that you did for the last three or four years. So you know, that, that, we've seen that show up in – I believe I saw a note from Alex Fast on Twitter. Uh, they have the fourth worst offense. They have the fourth worst offense in May, um, and of course, you know they only scored two, a uh, couple runs today, and that loss to the Rays. I don't think that's going to improve all that much. You also have a team that is one of the good, really one of the worst defensive teams in baseball now, with a converted infielder in left in Miguel Andujar, a 38-year-old in center in Brett Gardner. I mean, that really piles up. But you, those extra hits that you allow pile up. So I think the Rays have a clear path to this division title. What team do you think is in for the biggest amount of regression? I mean, we see the Giants out to a 34 and 21 start. You see the, uh, the Mets sitting at 27 and 21, despite the kind of the the hitting struggles that they've had, and really just as as bad as the Braves and Phillies have been in that division. Um, I mean, of course, we have a Mariners team that's only one game under 500. That I, I mean, probably could fit this conversation as well, considering everyone thought they would be one of the worst teams in all of baseball heading into the season. What team do you think is is probably whenever we're talking to you, you know, six weeks from now, we're going, oh, okay, this team is who who we thought they were. Yeah, I go back to that Red Sox team, thirty three and twenty three today, and they about score their opponents by basically a run a game, so that it's supported by the numbers. But I just can't see this rotation holding up over a full season. Now they might get Chris Sale back down the stretch, maybe for nine or ten short starts, you know, forty five, fifty innings. I don't think it's going to be enough to make up for the fact that they just don't have a lot of depth. If you look at the guys in the rotation now, behind that, you know, Tanner Houck was probably the protected six starter. He's actually hurt right now. Uh, yeah, e. Connor Siebold was the guy they got from Philadelphia is maybe the next man up. So I'd say if it turns out that this is the year that Eovaldi and Richards and Perez all decide to go 200 innings, you know, they can hold on. But realistically, they're the team I think that's probably going to end up furthest from their current record. Like I say, 10 games over 500 right now. I would be surprised if they were any better than a w- chasing the wild card coming down the stretch. Quick update from Hockey Carolina goes up one nothing on Tampa in the second period. Uh, Joe, in terms of wagering on baseball this year, I have shifted away from playing full game totals in large part because of Manford ball and because of not being able to have any sense of, you know, what might happen if a game goes to extra innings. I mean, unders are not safe. Uh, we're seeing a run extra scored in extra innings compared to, to past years. Uh, how long do you think we're in for this? How long do you think we're in for having the ghost runner on second base? I think we're going to end up some with some version of this rule for the rest of our lives. I think that enough people like it, whether it's casual fans who like the excitement 
quote-unquote unsightment of it, or the players who just don't want to play 14-inning games or, you know, the managers of those players who don't want to play 14-inning games. A lot of people in the media like it for the same reason. They don't want to be at the ballpark until 2.30 in the morning. So there's a lot of people who are going to say, yeah, go ahead and do this. I think we'll see a version of it. I think it'll be maybe starting in the 12th or starting in the 13th. But I don't think you'll see, you know, the traditional extra inning baseball games outside of the postseason. And to me, honestly, guys, I think that's the indication that baseball knows it's a BS rule because it isn't in the postseason. If you really believe this was a legitimate way to finish games, you'd have this rule effective in the postseason. But we don't. We go back to playing conventional extra inning games in the postseason. So uh, you mentioned it, the effect on totals. I got burned. I do a, a betting column for Rotowire, and I got burnt a couple times in the early game going, you know, 2-2 two, two through 9, and the game ends 13-12 or something. <laughs> right. um, it, it really does. It, it, even if the value is still there, like if you can detach yourself from that, if you're betting for fun, and I'm writing this column – aimed at the casual better, the better for fun, the amateur. It's just not a lot of fun to lose bets that way. You know? And it's always in your head. It's 2-2 two, two in the eighth, and you're thinking, how the heck am I going to get screwed by the ghost runners? Um, the problem I'm having with totals is, you know, we think about run expectancy charts. With a runner on second and nobody out, a team should score X many runs. And it feels like this year, because of the lack of hits, the league's hitting 237, which is the lowest since 1968. I'm sorry, lowest since 1968 and could end up being the lowest ever. Situations where I would expect runs to be scored aren't being scored. You're seeing a lot of second and third no out turn into no runs being scored. Bases loaded, no out. Team gets one run, they make three straight outs. The lack of hits is really affecting my ability to project totals. Joe, I went on a rant a little bit earlier. Danielle was laughing at me because I was uh, sitting here. We were talking about MVP, especially in the AL side of things. And, you know, the short shot right now, and really you're only getting like plus 130, is Shohei Otani. And, you know, listen, I'm looking at a guy here who's who's walking 7.8% of the time and striking out 29.1% of the time. He's only got an OBP of 330, so he's not getting on base for He's only 263. I get it. He's hitting home runs, and, and that's that, that's good. Hit home runs. Hit home runs all, all day long. But when you're looking at, at guys that he's up against here, I mean, uh, especially a guy like Vlad, who's number one in all of baseball in war, you're looking at a guy who's basically one for one at walk rate to K rate ratio in this day and age with that type of power that he's got, a 440 OBP, a, a WOBA of 460. Uh, you know, I mean, I get it. Donnie's doing both things right now, but even on the pitching side of things, he doesn't have a sustainable walk rate pitching to to think that this is going to be anything that lasts throughout the course of a season. I mean, is it just because he's this new shiny toy that's playing both ways that everybody's losing their mind? Because I think this number on Otani for MVP is just absolutely absurd. Well, first of all, you just think Danielle's laughing at you about this, man. Trust me. You keep telling yourself that. It's, it's a lot of things. <laughs> uh, but no, Otani's a story. And this is why, if we're talking about who's going to be the MVP, the reason the numbers are that low is that there's this momentum for the story, right? The, the MVP has, it's not really a war award. It's been that for the last, you know, five, six years. But if Otani continues on this pace, and I'll be honest with you, I'm a low man on Otani. He's a DH, he's a good hitting DH, and he's a pitcher who pitches once a week and throws five innings to start. He also, he's walked 17% of the batters he's faced. There's not a good pitcher in baseball history with a walk rate like that. But we decided to just waive that in the case of Shohei Otani. So I'm low man on Otani, and right now he'd be on my ballot, but he wouldn't be that high on it. Uh, Vlad's a good choice. Um, I loved him coming into the year. He's really started to you know, get the ball off the ground, which is a big problem the first two years. But even his first two years, he was good. You mentioned the strikeout and walk ratio. I mean, this is the skill his dad never had. His dad had bat-to-ball skills, but he had no patience. Vlad's willing to take the walk, um, and that's kind of a new and improved Vladimir Guerrero. You know, he, the younger didn't get the, uh, the defensive skills, but he got the plate discipline. I think there are other options. You know, Vlad's teammate, Marcus Semien, is actually in the American League in war. Um, he's been a guy for a very poor start, uh, but he's actually hit incredibly well since about the, the end of April. You look at what Adolis Garcia. I mean, it's very rare for a rookie to win MVP, but he's been fantastic for the Rangers down uh, in Arlington. He's actually a very good defensive center fielder, which adds a ton of value. I didn't know he had that skill in his bag, guys. I thought he would be a, you know, a kind of a corner outfielder playing center. He's been great. So there's a lot of options out there. And because there's no one standout option, I think you'll see this rush to, hey, I want to vote for the story. I want to vote for Otani. So if it was just about war, I wouldn't think those odds are great. But, man, there's a lot of people out there just dying to make Otani the MVP. Speaking of stories, I've been – Discussing here with my partner 
the concept of Jacob deGrom, not only as Cy Young, but perhaps pulling a Verlander and getting into the MVP discussion because after two Cy Youngs and he's posting a season that's even that much better than what he's done before, I'm wondering where the story goes, right? Does the story go to, well, we have to do something more for him? Uh, saw him at 12 to 1 earlier this week, 9 to 1 as the number three man on the board. Uh, how far above and beyond as a pitcher would Jacob deGrom have to go in order to be considered for MVP? Uh, were he to approach the ERA record, which is 1.12, there's an article on Fangrass this week by Dan Samborski talking about the possibility that DeGrom could do that. He has a 0.7 ERA right now. He'd have to have an ERA around 1.4 the rest of the way to break the record. If he would even be under 1.5, I want to say the lowest ERA since Gibson is uh, Doc Gooden at 1.53. So if he goes under that, that's going to be a notable story. Innings are going to be an issue. He's already a little bit behind. Uh, the Mets have had some rainouts. They've had some seven-inning doubleheaders. They had, a, they had a COVID thing at the start of the year because of the Nationals. So DeGrom might only be able to get to 167, 170 innings. Now, two years ago, guys, three years ago, excuse me, um, was the year of his second Cy Young. That was 19. Um, I actually had him as the National League MVP. It's very, very hard for a pitcher to win the MVP. We just, we don't, the, the writers just haven't, they've kind of internalized the idea that the Cy Young is for pitchers. You mentioned Verlander. Clemens has done it. Some relievers have done it. Um, if DeGrom were to continue to have an ERA in the low ones, he'd have a really good case, especially since there really is no great hitting candidate in the National League right now. Um, typically, pitchers will win in a year where the hitting pool is kind of fractured. Honestly, I thought Shane Bieber was the American League MVP in the short season last year, but we've got to get the voters out of this pitchers can't be MVP mindset. Joe, we got about a minute here, but uh, real quick, just want to get your thoughts on on you know who's going to win the whole thing here. I mean, the Dodgers are the short shot at three fifty. It goes to the White Sox at six fifty, the Padres at seven, the Yankees at nine, the Mets are under ten, they're at nine and a half, and then it goes all the way up to the to the Astros at sixteen. Um, is, is it going to be one of these favorites, or do you think that there's a bet to be made on some of these teams that are that are outside you know these single digits? Well, without looking at the whole board. You know, I'm always going to say the Dodgers. Dodgers are the best team. They won it last year. They got through the short season, the longest uh, postseason ever. Uh, but at 350, I just there's no value in that number. You maybe look at the AL teams, the Rays, the Astros, who if they can get through the AL are still going to be a dog against the Dodgers. So you probably get some value there. So, you know, the, the futures markets are really tight. Uh, it's tough to really find great numbers there. But if you ask me who's going to win the World Series, I'm going to say the Dodgers. But in fairness, guys. I've been saying the Dodgers since about the middle of 2013. They've only won once. <laughs> you can, uh, it, you should be subscribing to the Joe Sheehan newsletter. If you don't, go ahead and do that. Find him on Twitter at Joe underscore Sheehan. Joe, thanks for the time tonight. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, fellas. Take care. We had another goal, Adam. 2 nothing Carolina. Sebastian Ajo scores and then immediately gets called for a cross-check and sends Tampa to the power play. Uh, how much respect do the guys behind the counter have for the Lightning? They're still just plus 335 down two goals in the middle of the second period. Mm, that is not a number that I would like to. I wanted a juicy number, and I was thinking I might uh, be hockey. I tonight. was thinking the same thing, Matt. Yeah. I was like, I might be hockey Kelly today. No, nope. get a five to one of the lightning. Nope. not 330. That's not happening, man. But the power play has to. Have, that has a lot to do with it, right? That's gonna that's gonna change here in two minutes if they don't score. Keep telling yourself that. I like it, Kelly. Keep, uh, positive thoughts. We get to 450. It's happening. We in. Yeah, it's it's happening. Well, it's not happening because they just scored on the power play. I'll see. Should have bet that three to one, man. Come on. I told you, Matt. He who hesitates is lost. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll take a look at the full scoreboard when we come back on the other side here. It's primetime action. MSG Plus. Peace. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love live in-game action, then make sure you download the free Odds Trader app right now so you can start winning with the the up-to-the-second info you need. Matt Brown. I love in-game action when I can get in the bets that I want to get in. Maybe you should be doing that. We were were going to break. It was going to happen. I was going to talk Kelly into doing it on break, and then then they score 15 seconds before break. I mean, we still could jump in at plus 165, I guess. But But once you miss the 330, you're just – Yeah, it's tough. It's Sits poorly. And I'm guessing nobody trusted me on over three and a half when I said in the zero zero game that might be a good over to to get in on. I trusted you, I just didn't play it. You but yeah. you guys I don't know I how you expect to be called hockey Matt and Hockey Kelly if you don't bet on I, hockey. I actually did not trust you. I'll be I'll just be honest. I All didn't. right, quote from Frank Vogel on Anthony Davis pregame. He has to be cleared by the doctors. We don't want to do anything that's unintelligent for his body that's going to create something long-term. He has to be cleared, but he very strongly wants to be in there. So I guess it's up to the doctors now. Or well, if that doctor wants to keep his or if that doctor wants to keep his job, let then him he's going to clear him. Yeah, let because him because if that doctor does not clear him, that doctor will not be their doctor. Come next game yep, or I next season, depending on if they lose this one. All right, a couple of uh, little interesting stats at halftime from this Portland-Denver uh, game. Damian Lillard has broken the NBA playoff record for threes made in a series with 35. It's halftime of game six. We're not even in game seven <laughs> yet. It's ridiculous. Uh, and uh, how about this for uh, all the Blazers betters and fans out there? Yusuf Nurkic. 
Only five points, four rebounds, but most importantly, zero personal fouls, Matt Brown. How about this? Shams also says, you want to shake things up a little bit, they are moving Mark Gasol into the starting lineup in place of Andre Drummond. Good. I think that's a smart move. I mean, we have been talking about what we think about Andre Drummond for a long time, so... Which is not, we are not very high on Andre Drummond. What's so odd, it was, in what was it? remember like three, was it three weeks ago, four weeks ago at this point where Kuzma came out like wanting that? Like, it, was, it was kind of awkward at the time, but he was like, eh, I think we're a better team than Marcus Hall in the starting lineup. Well, yeah, I mean, if there's one person you know you're going to listen to in the Lakers uh, locker room, it's Kyle, Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma, yep. Uh, guys, did, did you guys want me to have to sweat out that first five bet I have on the Tigers and the White Sox? Because here we are on the top of the fifth, cruising our way home at 2 nothing. Home run for someone named Willie Castro. Two to one now. I can't have any more runs here. That's okay. Fly out. Lance Lynn's got you. Thank you. He's got your back. Don't Thank you, you worry about that. Yeah, Lance Lance's got your back. So we have started the third period. Uh, Bruins and the Islanders still at one nothing. Uh, just, just under 20 minutes there in that one. If you do want to get involved, uh, it's actually a fairly juicy number on the Islanders if you did want to get involved. But I see that look in your face to say, no, 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 don't do it. The question would have been for me pregame, how healthy is Tuka Rask? How is he playing? Because Tuka Rask did have a back injury down the stretch in that uh, first round. And uh, Tuka Rask seems to be just fine. It's just, it's an Islanders team that when, when things are not going their way at the offensive end, you get games like this right here. So uh, I like the price. I just don't trust the Islanders. Josina Anderson saying from a source tonight, according to the Julio Jones situation, that everyone is giving them time to think about it. She says this is from a team that is trying to deal a high mid-rounder for Julio Jones. You mean giving them time to think about it. If you're offering them the high mid-rounder and not offering them the first that they want, everyone's just sitting there thinking about it. Yeah, I thought they – haven't they reportedly gotten multiple first-round pick offers? That's – yeah, what we have heard from sure. other from other people. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is some guy probably just trying to create a narrative for his own, you know, for for his own offer out there. Um, with all that, it would be shocking to me if they didn't get at least a two for Julio. I, I still love the the Seahawks rumors are comical to me because of uh, if you had the, if that ended up happening, that would be one of the greatest. Wide receiver ensembles with one of the greatest quarterbacks you could have. Yet, uh, what does Pete Carroll keep saying every every season? We're going to run the ball more. We're going to run the ball more. Yeah. Like, what, what are they doing? I mean, I saw someone throw out the scenario that if you have a team that's built as well as the Chiefs are, giving up a first-round pick, even maybe a first and a second-round pick, doesn't really affect you all that much. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate that. Why, who cares if you're in a hole eight years from now if you've won six Super Bowls and, in that yeah, time? Right, and, uh, yeah, I mean, if you go out there and you're yeah, if you compete for Super Bowl for the next three years, no one cares that you gave that you mortgaged you know a first and a second or something. And I got to thinking about it. I go, that's actually it's actually fairly interesting. I mean, and if you're the Chiefs and you're going to finish where you're probably going to finish for the next two three years, especially. You're not trading a first round pick. You're trading a high second. Yeah. Right? Like it's if you're trading pick number thirty one and thirty two. All right, Chris Haynes has official word. Anthony Davis has been cleared to play in game six and will start tonight. So there we have it. We knew it anyway. We'll do it. We'll do some uh, prop watch when we come back on the other side here as well. Mets and Padres with Danielle. It is primetime action here on MSG Plus. any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows, including Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with VSIN Best Bets. You can also download Beating the Book with Gail Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for Prop Watch.
two prop watches in one show. Can you stand it? We have some baseball props to look at here for the Mets and the Padres game. Jonathan Villar. So we have total hits here. We also can look at RBIs a little bit uh, later, and also we're going to have strikeouts as well. So just looking at the hits here, Jonathan Villar to have over a half hit, right? So one hit seals that at minus 225, under at plus 172. Uh, you can see all the way down this board, uh, the most heavy juice here at the top on Jonathan Villar and Francisco Lindor. Their overs at minus 225 and their unders at plus money, plus 172. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the under on VR because he's not in the lineup tonight. So that is going to be an Pete under. Pete Alonso, too. Yes. So we're going to take the under. on No, it, honestly, that's, that'll, that'll be a no bet. <laughs> that's uh, no action. Yeah. So VR not in the lineup tonight. So for the Mets, it is Kevin Pilar, who is leading off. Uh, Lindor's hitting second. James McCann, third. Uh, Dominic Smith is hitting third. Billy McKinney is hitting fifth. Uh, Brandon Drury, Mason Williams, and then Jose Peraza is your lineup for the Mets tonight. On the Padres side of things, Yerkson Profar, Manny Machado, Jake Cronenworth, Fernando Tatis is in the starting lineup and hitting fourth. Will Myers um, is hitting fifth, and then we don't have any of the other guys. Oh, Victor Carantini is, uh, is hitting eighth, but the other two guys are not even on the list up there. Um, so if you look at that, I mean – well, Pilar isn't on the list either. I was going to say, I mean, Pilar's leading off, so he's going to have the most most chances, and you're probably going to get, you know, fairly decent. Pilar's on there. He is on there? Mm-hmm. Third from the bottom. It's a lot of guys I know. Oh, so, I mean, he's minus 141, mm-hmm. and, you know, I mean, he's leading off, so you're getting a lot. The only problem is it's against Darvish, right? I mean, like, I don't know why you're betting the yes on – any of these guys, right, versus Darvish. There you go. You talked yourself right around to where I am on this one, which is this game has a six and a half total sitting on it right now. First of all, I'm not betting over on any of these guys, especially at these prices. Second of all, I'm looking for ways to get in on unders here with these two pitchers. Just things to think about in general with this. Be careful of speed guys. Speed guys have a chance to beat out uh, infield hits. Be careful, as Matt said, with guys hitting higher up in the lineup. Um Francisco Lindor has played better of late. His last few games has been have been better. He's still yes. hitting below 200 for the year. So I think that price is maybe not quite right on Francisco Lindor, especially in a Mets lineup with no Pete Alonso and basically no anybody where you can pitch right around Francisco Lindor all mm-hmm. day long if you want to. I think you Darvish is going to be very careful going after Lindor and trying to make him swing outside the zone. So... Uh, that would be the one I would be looking at in terms of making a little profit. Yeah, and I mean, I, look, as we mentioned, Tywin Walker's been good this year. I mean, he's been he's been really good. So I mean, even if you look on the if you look on the Padres side, I don't think it's anything that I'm just really jumping up and down to run and go play. You know, I mean, and I think it's another one of those things is you look at you look at Tatis and he's you know juiced all the way to minus. 182, but I mean, this is a guy that's coming off some sort of injury here anyway. We don't know exactly what type of injury, but some sort of injury anyway. So, I mean, again, you're getting pretty decent plus money on him where there's at least at least a small chance that he doesn't play the entire game. Right. I, I like that quite a bit. I'm really, I think we're, we're in agreement here. If you're going to play hits, play unders. Yeah. You can also look at RBIs as well. So if we look at these, obviously uh, we take uh, uh, Pete Alonso out of here, but Fernando Tatis Jr., his over on the RBIs, plus 115, under at minus 148. Again, the half is the number here. We're trying to get over or under. And then James McCann, plus 175 over, minus 230 under. Kevin Pillar, plus 180 on the over, minus 240 under. And then Manny Machado, plus 190 over, minus 250 under. I mean, Pilar, I mean, the under on Pilar is, you know, might juice to 240, so it's like too much that you want to play. But again, since it's RBI, he's leading off, mm-hmm. right? We're talking National League Park, so he bats he bats first, and he's going to be batting after a pitcher and all of that. So, I mean, like, there, there's a lot of reasons you would take the under on Pilar, but um, at 240, probably mm-hmm. nothing that I really want to get involved I mean, with. The thing is here, guys, if, if you're talking about RBIs, you're talking about something that's context-dependent that is not based on just that player's performance, right? Because you're saying if you don't want to base it just on that guy, that somebody else has to be on base in the first place. Guy can have mm-hmm. three hits, have a great day, have nobody on base, and not get an RBI. So if I'm playing a prop on one player, I'm going to play the home run prop before I play the RBI prop mm-hmm. because I'm going to get a much better return on investment. 
Right. Kelly's jumping around behind the glass back there. What happened? What's what's? what's... Ah, you know, just uh, nothing huge. C.J. McCollum driving to the lane clearly uh, drew a foul, and uh, they didn't blow a whistle. I'm like, where's the whistle? And then they blew it late. Oh, I, so. I thought you were looking at the fact that uh, Nikita Kucherov just scored for Tampa, and oh, it's now tied at two. And the game has sweet. gone over. Cool. And Tampa is uh, right yeah. back in. Awesome. Hockey, Matt, you really messed up. Uh, <laughs> we, were, we were gonna play it. We were gonna play it on break. It happened 15 seconds too early. The first goal. And a couple drives ago, I had uh, Mr. Composo uh, go to the lane. He scored a layup and one to get him to 10 points. So Dakota, fire up that loser video. Loser video. Oh, yeah. 10 points. That's over. Mm. Ugly. Uh, by the way, uh, this is my favorite one. Uh, uh, oh, oh, oh no. Love the rainbow staircase there, dude. That's a once in a lifetime experience. I'm a very big Carolina fan now. Since I was not able to get in on on Tampa, I'm a very big Carolina fan now. Just Uh, sour grapes. Just I uh, hope they win. My, uh, since you just played a loser video, Kelly, any chance you got a winner video sitting around for a first five that cashed? As the Tigers and the White Sox go nice. under four. There we go. Yeah. Lance Lynn did it for you. I told you he was going to do it for you. It looks dangerous for a while. It, it did. It did. And I generally do not trust any human with two first names. But Lance Lynn got it done. Lance isn't a good first name, if that helps you. Uh, we also have one more prop for this Padres-Mets game. Uh, two uh, strikeout props here for our pitchers. So we have you, Darvish's strikeout prop sitting at seven and a half the over plus 120 the under minus 152 and then taiwan walker numbers sitting at four and a half here for strikeouts over minus 134 and under plus 105. the darvish one is pretty interesting um when you look at i mean that's right on where he is is projected to be in this one so um, if you're, you are getting plus money on the over, Adam, I guess if you wanted to look at it from that standpoint. Um, but I think, like, I mean, the projection is pretty much, like, right on right there. So it's kind of hard to to say to go one way or the other with that. I and mean, this is you Darvish's lowest K rate in four years. That's the way I don't want to get involved. We will uh, we'll take you home here. We'll run through the full scoreboard, and we'll maybe even, you know, maybe Danielle will bring us some more football to talk about. Who knows? We're going to get wild here. Last segment, it is primetime action here on MSG+. Plus. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use promo code VSIN to get a deposit bonus up to $1,500. DraftKings Casino has hundreds of ways to play. Choose from slots, blackjack, roulette, and so much more. It's also U.S.-based, making it safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available to play in New Jersey, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia only. Must be 21 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply for entertainment purposes only. No results guaranteed. Void we're prohibited. See casino.draftkings.com for full details. Matt Brown. Kelly, we uh, we have a lot of points being scored in Portland. Uh, I mean, look, it was expected there was going to be a lot of points scored in Portland, but they uh, they've, they've cranked it up here. There's uh, one one highlight I think Adam was watching while it happened that he, he will enjoy is Mr. Bob Covington blocking Jokic, the ball hitting off his face and going out of bounds. It was a fantastic play and turnover. Yeah, no, Bobby C was a, Bobby C was a man there. Um, <laughs> I am not loving the fact that the in-game total on this thing has now advanced to 250 and a half yeah. in a game, yeah. in a yeah. series yeah. where I've been playing nothing but overs. And you know what? I texted our producer earlier today. I was like, I've been playing nothing but overs in this series, but I should be a little worried about the legs after that double overtime game. And he said, unders or pass. I didn't bet it, but yeah. That's, that is what I said. Yeah, that is what I said. You're like, no, no, no. I didn't say bet it. I, yeah, I didn't say I was. Yeah, wait, I'm wait, all wait. over it. Adam joined the train. But no, yeah, it was uh, hmm. under or pass was the lean, okay? Uh, Blazers 93, Nuggets 82, four minutes remaining in the third. If you want to get in live, I'm seeing anywhere between nine and a half and ten and a half, uh, the Blazers favored, and two forty nine and a half to two fifty one on that live total on the ice. We are still one nothing Bruins over the Islanders. Nine minutes remaining in the game. If you wanted a one last shot desperation bet on the Islanders, you can get plus four seventy five. Um, and the other game, end of the second period, it is two to two. Matt and I are not happy about getting in on the Lightning. They are now a minus one fifty live favorite. The Hurricanes plus one twenty, and the live total six and a half, shaded very heavily to the under. Uh, over in Major League Baseball, Marlins leading the Pirates three to two, bottom of the eighth. The Brewers on top of the Diamondbacks six to three, top of the seventh. The Reds leading the Cardinals three to two, top of the fifth. Live numbers for that game: Red, uh, Reds minus one seventy, Cardinals plus one forty nine and a half. Your live total: the White Sox leading the Tigers two to one, bottom of the sixth. The Royals up on the Twins four to three, top of the fifth. Live numbers for that game: Royals minus one sixty, Twins plus one thirty, and twelve and a half. The live total: Cubs Giants just getting underway, as well as the Mariners and Angels. Get through the sixth inning there in Chicago, Adam, and one of the guys we were talking about that maybe just kind of under the radar having a really, really, really good season, Lance Lynn, 
uh, has gotten through six now, only giving up that one run early to uh, to Detroit. And you look, I mean, this is getting his ERA into that one one two range for him on the season, and you know, quality start after quality start after quality start for him. Look, and the price was two twenty on the White Sox for a reason. I'm actually going to talk a little bit about the other side for a second here. The Tigers were plus 190 with Casey Mize going. Mm -hmm. Casey Mize is one of those guys where probably by the all-star break, you're not going to get the same prices on the Tigers with Casey Mize as you're getting right now. The only runs he's given up are on two solo home runs in this game. Remember, former number one overall pick. They're not going to get a lot of offense. You're probably going to be wanting to play first fives more than you're going to be wanting to play full games with the Tigers here. But you might want to think about picking your matchups with Casey Mize as the season goes on. Five innings, four hits, no walks for him. Uh, again, just the two solo shots, as you mentioned, and six Ks through five innings. And the him. walks were the problem early in the year. He has one total walk in his last three starts to this point. Yeah, he has been uh, he has been very, very good. And again, this Tigers team, it's not going to be this year. They got a lot of young. They got a lot of young guys. Like this, this Tiger team's on the come up. Well, I, I agree with you on, on that. It might not be this year, but there are going to be opportunities mm -hmm. as the season goes on because you're going to get a lot of games against the Twins and a lot of games against the Royals, where you're either going to get probably fairly even prices or or pretty short dog prices. Damian Lillard isn't lighting up the scoreboard like he did last game. He's got 19, which is the same as McCollum. By the way, McCollum's been making some shots for you, so good for you, Kelly. You're going to get there with him. Better. What are we at, 19? We're at 19 with him. Yeah, okay. Uh, Damian Lillard has 19, but 11 dimes for him already. I um, love it. I mean, that's the you know the type of player he is that he can he can flip that switch like we see with Steph, like we see with Trey Young or Luka Doncic, where it's like, hey, if I if I need to, I, I think I think Dame after that last game probably took away. I, we're not winning this series unless these other guys get involved. So mm -hmm. I got to do everything I can to get them involved. Starting to see some threes pop on the Lakers now. So money is coming in on the Lakers again. This is nothing new. If you've been if you've been watching the market whenever the Lakers play, especially these late primetime games, and especially if they're ever on kind of island game type situation, the money is going to come in on the Lakers. And especially getting the news that Anthony Davis is going to play, it is it is always going to come in. I'm not even sure if we think about this in game that I want the Suns points. If we get a quick Lakers lead here, what about Suns money line? Because you said you earlier you think the Suns close this uh, series out tonight. Yeah, I mean I do. I, it, Honestly, I'm going to see how Anthony. I'm going to play this like I played Luca last night, right? Like I'm going to see how Anthony Davis looks. I, I thought Luca looked good last night. Came in, bet them. If Anthony Davis looks bad, I'll come in on the Suns. If he looks good, I'll probably just sit back and watch the game. That's funny. I think I'd be the opposite there. I, I think that if Anthony Davis somehow looks good, good, but I, you know, I, again, we were putting that percentage earlier. Like I think it would have to be like I, he'd have to look close to normal for me to hop in, which I can't mm -hmm. imagine he's going to. But if he does, I'm, I'd be interested in hopping on the Lakers live. But that doesn't surprise you. Love, you love the Lakers. That yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have some rough futures tickets to burn if they uh, they end up going out here in the first. I was round, gonna say this doesn't sure. surprise me at all. You 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 love yourself some Lakers. So the fact that you want to come in on the Lakers in this game, people should take with a grain of salt. Kelly loves the Lakers. No one loves the Lakers. I mean, no, no, the only team he loves more than the Lakers isn't even in the playoffs anymore. That's the Celtics. Uh, I, I, no, I, he's a I, Hawks I, fan. I get accused of loving the Hawks, the Heat, the Celtics, the Lakers, the Blazers. Everybody right? loves the NBA, money. Kelly. You, you love, love the, the Hawks. I just want to make money, all right? That's all I'm here for. Are we going to get through this whole show and not mention that the USFL is coming back? We hopefully are. <laughs> but, oh, we made it all the way to 652. Um, no bad idea ever dies. I, I mean, I guess we're just going to keep running out these these spring league, football leagues until the NFL decides to finally endorse one and say, okay, we'll partner with you and we'll whatever. But, I mean, that's what college football is for. College football is basically minor league football. So, I, I don't know. Can this, I, can I, I don't pause think, you for a second yeah. on the USFL? Do you, did you see this closeout by Nurkic on Jokic where he went flying out to try to block a three? With the goal, Jokic foul. throws his left arm out to find some contact. This is unbelievable. My Jokic PRA is going to lose on things like this. He, I'd rather talk about that than Doug Flutie's league. He might have got a little hand there. I got <laughs> He might have got a little hand. I mean, they, they, they did too much slow mo there. I needed to see it he in like got real a real hand time. there. I'm gonna be honest. Not the shooting hand. You should only get two shots for that. I think. Uh, I think about it in the shooting hand. 
Might have been. Listen, I, I'm. I'm. I don't. I, I want terrible. you. I want you to win the. I want you to win the bet. I appreciate that. I'm, Thank I'm, you. I'm for you. Yogic has all. turned into one of these guys that. Uh, like, it's only taken about a year for, I feel like, him and Luka where, man, you see them out going after refs now. They understand the NBA. They watch LeBron James, and they, they say to themselves, oh, yeah, I'm the star. Let me go yell at the ref. I'll eventually get a call. We are at the end of two in the Carolina-Tampa game. Two to two, plus 135 on Carolina, minus 175 on Tampa if you want to get in before the third period begins there. That's over on DraftKings. We have five minutes and 50-some-odd seconds left in the Boston, uh, in the Bruins-Islanders game. That is now you can get 10 to one on the Islanders if you think they can score at some point here in the final five minutes of the game. Yeah, I mean, if they, you think, A, they can score in the final and five minutes no and win yes. it in overtime. Um, yeah. Again, I, I, I didn't endorse it earlier. I can't really endorse it now. Uh, Boston's the better team here. They've played as the better team all night long. The And just as I say that, did they jam in a goal? <laughs> Is that what we just... <laughs> we have to see if it's going to stand, but they might have just scored right then and there. Oh, that's great. Yeah. If I'd have just, if, you know, if I'd have just kept talking for another twelve seconds, it never comes out of his mouth, and it doesn't matter. Matthew Barzal for uh, for the uh, for the New York Islanders, who was one of these shorter shots on our board when we were talking about uh, two score props tonight. Oh, I thought he had like, how did this even go in? What are we looking at here? Oh yeah, you like you say, you just jammed it in there. What with him just, just generally whacking at the yeah. guy's pad over and yeah. over again, just, yeah. just jammed it right on in. Yeah, Tukarask yeah. got his foot a little bit away from the goal. Hockey is a stupid, stupid sport. <laughs> so there we go. Um, we are we are one apiece, and that one that plummets the odds uh, down to <laughs> Islanders plus one twenty now. Hey, well, this is about perfect timing. I know Islanders post game coming on uh, after us on MSG Plus. So well, uh, hey. Was well, it ten to one? Did you say it was ten to 10 one to on one. the Islanders. Yeah. Can I have that? I <laughs> know. Can we? Can we go back thirty seconds in time and get the ten to one on the Islanders? Yeah, because we didn't get guys, to do it on the Lightning. You guys can bet okay? Tampa and Carolina, <laughs> right? And I'll bet the Islanders a ten to one. A minute and forty-four seconds left in the third quarter. Trailblazers have uh, seen their lead shrink down to six points here. Denver's fought back ninety-seven to ninety-one. Now, Jokic is now making everything uh, twenty-seven points for him after going scoreless. Not only scoreless, shotless in the first quarter. What does he have? Twenty-two in the, in the first. What did you wait? What did you say? What do you go? He has twenty-seven after? points now. How many is he have in this quarter? I, 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 I think I it's like 22. Oh, I thought you were saying he had zero heading yeah. into halftime. That PRA that was looking crazy safe, he's now up to 36 in this game. I do have 49 and a half. I'm not dead yet, but I'm feeling my f- God. Uh, the other with Nurkic, zero fouls at halftime, has four now. Yeah, has I mean, four. Yeah, I mean, of course. So we are in for a sweat oh, for sure man. in this Blazers game. All five of their starters are in double figures, so at least Dame is getting a little bit of help. In this game, if you do want to look at kind of a a silver lining here, if you are on the Blazers, it doesn't. It looks like he might not have to do it all himself. I am on the over first half in that game, under on LeBron points, assists, and rebounds for Adam, for Kelly, for Daniel. I'm Matt. See you guys tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.